This is the Surviving Loving and Addict podcast. The views expressed in this podcast must not be interpreted as personalized medical advice. Those experiencing addiction and those with loved ones experiencing addiction are urged to seek medical attention and professional counseling from providers experienced in addiction therapies and treatments. I just can't stop now. I just can't stop Okay, we're back again. Finally. Yeah, welcome back to the Surviving Loving and Addict podcast. I'm Karsten, here with Dave Millward. Happy to be here. Probably not as happy as me. This is great. I love it when we get to sit down together <laughs> yeah. and talk about stuff. So we're, yeah. uh, we're recording today in Roy, Utah, real close to the Ogden Airport. So it's probably going to be pretty noisy. Every once in a while, something's going to fly over. Yeah, or constantly. Over constantly. Yeah, that's how it works. That's all right. So, what are uh, what are we talking about today? Well, listen, Carson, you know, over the last little while, I, I've had a, a, it seems like a steady stream of parents or loved ones coming into my office talking about addiction, and rightly so. But... Um, one of the things that is so difficult to get our arms around when we have somebody that we love that is an addict is that you can't control that individual. It's not your job, it's not your place, it's not your responsibility. Control of another person is not what we're supposed to do. Um, and that's hard because you love them, you don't want them to die, that's, I think, one of the ultimate things is that we're terrified of somebody dying. But uh, we have this idea in our head that says if we just do X, Y, or Z, that they'll wake up or that, they'll, that we can save them from themselves or save them from destruction. And, and it's really hard because what happens is the harder you try to save another person, um, the more you are complicit in their demise. Does that make sense to you, son? I mean, no. <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah, because I mean, so, there are different times when you can save another person. Right? Well, yeah, I mean, you know. Or maybe, right? Let's I say mean, like, my mind goes to CPR. Yeah, you're a paramedic right? or you're EMS or you, you're, you're first aid trained and somebody's, you know, had a heart attack or somebody's choking or some, there's a different thing. Somebody gets a cut. Some of those physical bodily things that we can do that we train ourselves you know and you know how to how to you know cpr or how to do uh heimlich maneuver those things yeah. okay sometimes there are things that we can do for somebody they can't do for themselves we can, right we can't save them they, and you're right perhaps right there's a chance there's a chance it, it got better chance when you try to do something than if you don't try to do something yeah but you're saying that but when we're talking about this emotional condition that is also combined with a physical condition called addiction what happens is is that the the types of things we do to try to save another person don't work and the things that we try to do sometimes can be more destructive let, let me give you a couple of examples examples or one one great one that i love uh c.s lewis he um a lot of people are familiar with him He um, 
And here I am stuttering and, and everything as I try to bring up this, this quote. But he said something that was incredibly profound. He says, of all tyrannies, a tyranny sincerely exercised for the good of its victims may be the most oppressive. Okay, let's stop right there for a minute. What is tyranny? Right. Uh, 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 misuse of authority. Right. Or, yeah, yeah. Yeah, trying to control another person, misusing authority, trying to be in charge, trying to, you know, and, and yeah, that even... Or a fouled exertion of authority, perhaps. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, okay, so tyranny, that unrighteous dominion over something, maybe you can okay. say, right? Yeah. He says, of all tyrannies, a tyranny sincerely exercised for the, for the good of its victims may be the most oppressive. Oh, I'm going to do this because this is going to be for your good. I'm taking away your liberties, your keys, your money, your credit card, your... All these things that are yours, I'm going to take them away from you because it's going to be for your own good. Okay. Uh, so, to pause on that. So, like, I've heard that quote before and I've thought about it. Uh, talking about governments. Right. 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 Uh, but, so, we're going to talk about and apply this to people, especially in a, the addiction world. Mm-hmm. Um, is there not a time when it is good to take certain liberties away from somebody. I mean, so for example, um, there's incarceration. Right. Right? And I've seen, I mean, I, as a cop at one point, had to use incarceration for the good of a person. Because yeah. it was the only tool I had. Right? right. Somebody who was struggling with a meth addiction. And I, I couldn't put them through rehab, but I could take away their liberties arresting them well you could arrest them if they were doing something that was illegal they were doing something illegal and that that is what happened right 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 and they they literally came out and asked me for help they said yes i need help here are my drugs i need to go someplace where i cannot get these right please arrest me but just honestly what happened right but just let's say just just let's just say that that somebody were was high they weren't bothering anybody they hadn't you know, broken any other civil laws mm-hmm. as an officer, yeah, man. you can't arrest them for getting high. Yeah, and then it would be a tyranny if I did. Yeah. Right. You'd, yeah, you would You would exercise unrighteous dominion over that person by taking away liberties. Now, you arrest them when they have illegal substance on them, when they're um, a hazard or, you know, they're acting out in public, you know, some of these other things. That you have the opportunity, you can do that legally. But an individual, you know, you can't just say to somebody, you know what? I think that you're doing something bad. I'm going to stop you. I'm going to take you your liberties away. You, you can't take a loved one and lock them in a room because you're afraid that they're going to go out and do something stupid. Right. Right. And, and you see it all the time, right? Yeah. People that that try to do that. And, and who gets in trouble? The person exercising that unrighteous dominion, or or being tyrannical in it. So, you know, it's 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 hard. But here's the other issue. When we've talked, I've talked about it before. Uh, when I have loved ones come in and say, you know, this person took my money, they took my car, they 
they took all these things from me. They're, they've done all these things. They're horrible people. They've, they've stolen all of our stuff in order to use drugs, right? Mm -hmm. Which is a terrible thing. And, and actually, you know, in that situation, if somebody's stealing stuff, you report it to the police, and the police are, you know, charged with dealing with that. And they can decide if they're going to lock them up and, you know, some of that stuff, right? But here's the deal. Then I get the addict that comes in and says, do you know that my, my family stole my car keys from me? They stole my money from me. They took my credit cards from me. They took my car from me. You know, and it's like, wait a second. How does this work? On one hand, it's okay to take somebody's property because you're going to help them. On the other hand, you know, you're upset because they took your property. I mean, stealing is stealing. Mm -hmm. and, and tyranny says that I get to decide, I get to steal from you, or take from you, or impose on you, but it doesn't work the other direction, right? And so we go back to this, tyranny sincerely exercised for the good of its victims may be the most oppressive, because in my exuberance to save you, I'm going to do everything I can to make it so you can't use. But does that... So, I guess where my mind is going is... So, what you have seen is that it helps zero with addiction? Or is it a... Is it a... Like a moral foul? Because you said well, stealing is stealing, and tyranny right. is tyranny, right? But like, but it honestly doesn't help, or no, it doesn't help. And and why, and why does it? It doesn't help because of this. Each of us is born with this innate sense of of agency, of I get to choose. And I don't know about you, but anytime anybody encroaches or you take tries to take away my agency, I have this little voice in my head that says, oh, no, you're not. So here's one of the issues. When I'm going to do something, because I want to do it, and I figure it's right, and it's per you know, and everything, and, and I'm planning on it, and somebody comes up to me and says, hey, look, Dave, you, you have to do this. My first thought is, I'm not going to do it. Even though I wanted to, because you're taking that power away from me, my, my little crazy brain says, no, no, I'm not. And I will more than likely just say, heck with it, I'm not doing that. Right? Okay. We want to make our own choices in life and you can't take that from me to make those choices because I will inevitably, and especially talking in addiction, I'll inevitably, I'll rebel. I'll show you, you can't take these things from me. And, and, and rightly so. Oh. Okay. Go ahead. Well, but so okay. So my mind goes to uh, a grandma or a grandpa, some elderly sitters, somebody who it's no longer safe for them to drive. Right. And the family making the decision it's time to take the car keys. Right. Even though grandma or grandpa wants to keep driving, the family sees, hey, there's some, there's just the danger is not worth it. Well, so if somebody, an elderly person, can't drive. Yeah. 
then the Division of Public Safety licensing takes their license from them. Okay. So now we have a legal issue. If you get behind the wheel of a car, yeah. you're, you're, you're breaking the law, right? But, but sometimes it doesn't have to get to the point of losing the license, right? I think the mm-hmm. family can step in and say, hey, it's time to... Yeah. I mean, but here the, the problem with it is, is that, is that, is that, what if I disagree with you, right? Now, the family can step in, let's say they step in and they have a, let's say a meeting that says, hey, look, Dad, this is what's going on, we're terrified, and, and we're gonna, you know, you can't drive, please don't drive, we're asking you not to drive. Um, if you drive, Dad, if you get behind the wheel of the car, you know, maybe we'll have to call the police. Maybe we'll have to, you know, do something like that. Mm-hmm. But but just to take from another person their liberty, I think is fundamentally wrong. Okay. The reason I ask is I, I'm sure that, like, that's not, it, I mean, it seems simple. Mm-hmm to talk about but for the whoever's out there listening and is thinking about like what is their moral responsibility mm-hmm. um, to their loved one one right but then to the like the community right because right. if it's maybe it's let's let's assume it's the car keys but let's just, let's think I mean is there the, that chance when somebody's getting high and then driving and now yeah. it's like, hey, I'm aware of the thing. Is it your responsibility to be the to just call the police? I guess that's it. It's, it's then it's time to call the police and say, or if you do drive, I will call the police. Yeah, period. but I'm not going but not be the physical barrier. I can't be the physical barrier. But yeah, if, if I see you drive high, I'm calling the police. Because because good civic behavior is that if I see something that's illegal. You know, going on, then my responsibility is to to call the police. Well, illegal and, I mean, unsafe and all that stuff, right? And a danger. Yeah. To to a danger to somebody, some other innocent driver, right? Yeah. There's some moral um, responsibility. Yeah, absolutely. Right, and that, and you could you could also file that under, like, taking away somebody's liberty, or being an instigator of taking away liberty. Now, well, now, so, so that's that's what we would flip it as if I'm the if I'm the guy that's getting high and going out and driving. How could you do that to me? Why? How could you call the police on your son? How could you dare do that? Right? You took away my liberty. The reality is this: actually, son, you chose to do something illegal and put people at harm. My responsibility was to call the police as a as a good member of the community and society. Your choice was to take the you know take this thing and, and surrender your liberty because you were driving when you should have been driving. Okay. Right? Yeah. So so sometimes as an addict, it's really good to flip something on somebody and say, "I can't believe you call the call the police on your son." Well, here's the truth. I can't believe my son would do something that causes me to have to call the police. Yeah. And we've right. talked about this. Like, the, the right. boundaries is a big deal. It's, it's sure. setting the boundary that says, 
you're going to take it out of my hands, right? If right. you do this, then I am doing this. Period. Dot. Um, but it. But so that one's okay. So there's that's the car keys, right? But you also mentioned uh, the, like credit cards, right? Um, and where do we? Yeah. Just, See if you steal so, my if you so, steal my stuff. Yeah. There's a way to deal with it, right? Anybody steals your property, there's a way to deal with it. Anybody, you know, if you see anybody driving impaired on the road, you know, you see signs all over the way, all over the place that say report uh, drunk driving, mm-hmm. right? Because we have to do that to keep our society safe. So that's not tyranny. That's that is exercising my responsibility as a citizen for the safety and good of all people. But tyranny says, I'm not going to, what I'm going to do is I'm going to keep you from doing something illegal, immoral, dishonest. I'm going to make it so you can't do this. I am going to choose to take that away from you. So let me read that. It would be better to live under robber barons than under omnipotent moral busybodies. Right? It says, a robber baron's cruelty may sometimes sleep as cupidity. I had to look up a few of these words. Cupidity is your want for another person's stuff. Like a robber comes in and takes your stuff. Ooh, I want this and this and this. That's cupidity. Mm-hmm. So the robber baron's this um, the robber baron's cruelty may sometimes sleep. His cupidity, his want for your stuff, may at some point be satiated so or satisfied. Satisfied. But those who torment us for our own good will torment us without end. For they do so with the approval of their own conscience. So I'm doing this. I'm, a, I'm doing this t- tyranny. I'm taking things away from you because my conscience says that it's good. And I'll just keep doing it. I keep, I'll keep imposing stuff on you because this is how it's supposed to be. This is, you know, I'm going to save you, rescue you. And I have this conscience that's clear of guilt or shame because I'm doing this noble deed. Mm. Right, and so you can take it from from government tyranny, you know, to all the way down to family tyranny, and just in individual relationships being tyrannical in how we deal in our relationships, and and you know, agency or free will is one of those things that that is not meant to be impeded now. If you get arrested and go to jail, you know, or whatever, our government or the government where you are has the, the ability to take away free will. You know, to some degree. They can lock you up. They can do these things. It is a, a price because of uh, doing something illegal that, that you pay. That, that's what a government can do or does. But as individuals and in families, we, we aren't sanctioned or we're not allowed to do that. That's not the rule. So I, I still think this is one of the more complex things that we've discussed, right? For somebody right. to actually um, employ. Because, but I think that, I mean, tyranny is uh, exercising tyranny, right? Like that's, a, that's, a, that's abstract. But like what it really comes down to is imposing um, penalties on someone or your will or your will on 
on an addict, right? Which might be misunderstood. And it it actually is like maybe uh, I think people are gonna hear this and they're gonna they're gonna wince at it. They're gonna say, "Well, I'm like, no, I'm helping them. I'm I'm telling them that they can't be on the baseball team if they use this month, or they can't do whatever activity. Because if my son if he does this, then I'm gonna give them this penalty and this penalty. And it sounds like you're saying that well. Okay, so we're so a little bit different here as far as, you know, can you do extracurricular activities? Can you, you know, some of these other things, right? Well, with a family, you can decide stuff like that, who, you know, whether you're going to be able to play ball or that. But what I'm talking about comes down to something a little more along the lines of uh, you're going to be locked in your room. Or... I am taking your personal property, anything you paid for, you know, if you pay for it, it's yours, but I'm going to take it away from you. So let's say a cell phone, for example. Mm-hmm. Well, if you have a, if you have a 18 year old, 16 year old, any, somebody that purchased their own property, they pay for it, even a car, they bought their own car, they've paid for it out of their pocket, their money, their earnings, they take care of the gas, the insurance, all those things on it. You can't go and take their car from them. But to contrast, mm-hmm. you could, if you're providing a car. If it's my car that you get to drive, I'm paying insurance with gas. I can take it. I can, You don't get that. That's my stuff. Okay. I can take that away. Cell phone. If I'm buying a cell phone and you I'm bought this cell phone you're using, and I play, pay for the plan, that's my phone, I can take it. You don't get to have it just because you want it. I can, I can withhold things, but that's not tyranny. And yeah, what you're saying is that does not attack or get in the way of one's liberty. Right. Because it's actually just... Uh, with withdrawing support. Right. It's like, okay. Yeah, it, it could be withholding the family agreement of, of you do your chores and all this, and this is what we provide, right? These extras. Well, if you're not working within this family dynamic, working, you know, we don't, you're not going to provide you the extras. So, oh. so can we talk about a couple more, uh, like, just a few more examples and from different... Uh, different relationship styles right because it's yeah. one thing when mom and dad have a, a son or daughter that's using mm-hmm. uh, but let's say a husband and wife and okay. maybe the wife is using okay right sure what is a like what would be appropriate like what are things that are correct boundaries for the husband to set that look like consequences here um, okay so let's say in a relationship a husband and wife relationship um, when somebody is suffering from addiction, you know, um, one of the things that happens is is that I'm I'm spending up money buying my drugs and alcohol, mm-hmm. right? If we have a joint account that you can access at any time, and you can spend our joint money 
at any time on this behavior that is destructive, well, one of the things that I'm, I'm considering as a spouse is to open another account that's not a joint account. Okay? Because I have this responsibility now to be able to continue to pay the house payment and to be able to buy groceries and stuff. And, and so the money that I bring in, I'm going to make sure it doesn't get spent up inappropriately. Mm, okay. All right. Now, what would be inappropriate? Inappropriate is, is that you're spending uh, a ton of money on drugs. So no, 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 no. Like, so the husband, right, with his oh. wife that's using. So, like, okay. So, so inappropriate is that we've got a joint account that that let's say she's contributing to also because that's the other big thing is is that I'm going to tell you you can't spend anything. I'm cutting you off completely from any kind of money at all. Okay. You know, um, you can't do that either. And I imagine even in a joint account. There has to be some money for personal things that a person needs because, you know, you know, if it's a joint account. But I'm saying at a certain point, one of the, spou the spouse that's not using has to protect the finances of the family. Right. Or, um, and, and it gets tough, right? Because, because... Can I cut you off absolutely, completely from every asset? Not really. Joint assets, can't really. But in personal ones, if I'm bringing in this money, it doesn't mean that you get to spend it all on drugs. And I know that's a fine line, and it's, 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 it's hard to distinguish and determine, and everybody will look at it differently, but, but the bottom line is, is that, you know, currently... Um, was it a, a gram of heroin is um, 80 to 120 bucks, somewhere around that, um, depending on where you live and the areas that you're in. And uh, a lot of addicts are smoking or shooting up, you know, one to three grams a day. That's pretty expensive, you know, trying, taking that out of the household budget. Uh, pretty soon you, it's going to drive the family into bankruptcy. Right. So, you know, um, so those, those, those are going to be, those are going to be weighed out in each individual situation. And I don't have a magic um, answer for it exactly, but just knowing that you can't be tyrannical in your, the way we deal with stuff. Yeah. So what, um... So what, what line of advice for, <laughs> in the, I don't know, well, I want to say imposing sanctions, Yeah. right? What advice would you give to somebody who is, who has, who, who shares assets with, with someone who's using, mm -hmm. what would you like, what line of advice, what, what Make sure that, or watch out for, or approach it a certain way. Well, so obviously the one of the thumb. things you do yeah. is you sit down with your loved one and you say, here's the situation, you can't do this. All right? 
how you know and, and whether they can participate or not. But it, but it comes down to how are we going to make sure that the family doesn't suffer because of your choice to use drugs and alcohol. Well, here's one of the things I'm going to open up an account that is the paycheck goes in here that you don't have access to, and maybe I'm you know maybe there's going to be a a, a an allowance or something because you can't don't want to just cut them off completely, but but you have you're going to work smart on it. You're going to sit down with them at least in the first and try to work out a plan on how to do it. Mm-hmm. But honest to goodness, there might come a point when when the behavior is so de- so destructive that it that it might be the end of the relationship, which means the end of providing for that person also, perhaps. You know, and, and but it, every situation is going to be different. And you know, it's it's funny because as I as we talk about scenarios and stuff and trying to throw them out, it's really hard because. Um, it isn't just black and white in a lot of situations like yeah. this we're talking yeah. about. But we come back to, let's come back to this idea of tyranny, which is this iron fist rule of how it's going to be. That's not appropriate. Okay. Okay, so. I think... I think we have more to talk about on mm-hmm. this, and we have a couple other uh, topics to to bring up, but we'll do them in another, in the next episode. Yeah, in fact, what I'd like to do, what I'd like to do, is if we if we leave it here, which let's do that. The next episode, I want to talk about the idea of letting go again. I have some more information on that that I want to share. Yeah, that sounds good. Well, this has been wonderful. You know, I love you, son. <laughs> this is the greatest opportunity. And we're so grateful for those that uh, that listen to our podcast. And um, please, please share it. Yeah, it's incredible. The as we, I don't know, everybody that I talk to, that there's, it's hard to find this kind of information. Um, and so, share it, please. And we love to get uh, feedback. You know, if there's anything you ever want us to discuss um, our emails open to you and let us know and we'll um, actually we'll yeah yeah send me an email uh, Karsten Millward at yahoo.com C-A-R-S-T-O-N M-I-L-L-W-A-R-D Millward at yahoo.com and I'll, I'll respond I'd love to hear from you so that's it for us have a beautiful day good luck thank you good night